Okari, Chipirobo, Hapirichi, Osoji. Hello, welcome back to Podem Up. This episode, we're playing Hidden Gem Chibi Robo on the GameCube. Elsewhere, though, Nintendo find themselves in our bad book for their recent Mario 35th anniversary announcements. Find out why in episode 25 of Bottom Up. Welcome back to Pod'em Up. My name is Ollie. Over there is Tibbs. Hello there. Hello. And yeah, well, welcome back to uh, the show. How are you doing, Tibbs? I'm doing brilliant. Good. Excellent. How are you? I'm doing brilliant too. Yeah, it's just been, I don't know, it's just been a crazy, a crazy period of time since the last recording. I don't know how long it's been, a month? It's been a little bit longer. I think we're a little bit late this time, but, yeah. um, you know, things get in the way, don't they? Things get one in the way, things. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those. But um, other than that, you know, other than the, the relentless beating of everyday life, um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, uh, you've been playing much lately? Um, not as much as I'd have liked, I've got to be mm. honest. Um, I picked up Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, yeah. Um, the new sort of spacey fighty thing. Okay, cool. I only know it by name. I don't really know anything about it. It's just like a spacey fighty thing. You, what you, you, yeah, you, you fly an X-wing or you fly a Tie Fighter and you shoot down the opposite of whatever one you are. Um, hmm. There's a story sort of going around it. I haven't played it much. I only got it, only got it yesterday. It only came out yesterday. Um, it's all in VR. Uh, it's all full, oh, okay. full, full VR supported, which is really nice. Um, you need your VR legs for it. It's it's not. It's not a game I'd recommend to as a f- your first VR experience. It's um, <laughs> okay. a bit of a, a stomach turner, mm. um, but it's quite good. Um, the annoying thing it's all, it's not a single player game. Um, there's a multiplayer mode in it, but it's it's the main thing is a um, single player story campaign. Um, there's no DLC. There's no microtransactions, uh, which for an EA game is quite rare. Mm. Um, but I had a problem when I first got it. It would freeze. It takes ages to install. It's got this mandatory install. Then there's a day one update patch thing. And then it would just go, as it started loading, it would show like the first few screens. It would just go black and just freeze. Right. It turned turned out what it is, is it needs it wants you to link to an EA account on top of whatever your normal PSN account is. Um, 
so you can do the online multiplayer stuff. So I had to make a new screen name for that, um, which all the screen names I usually pick were um, taken because I ain't got an EA account. I don't want one. No. Um, so now, if you see if you see me online playing, um, my EA screen name now is uh, Flying Space Bud. Because <laughs> okay. um, everything else was taken, so <laughs> everything that's remotely like your name, <laughs> yeah. So it's flying space bud, yeah. Um, but yeah, so at the beginning, because uh, it was trying to connect to that, I presume because so many other people were trying to connect mm. and it couldn't reach the servers, instead of throwing an error message or letting you know what was going on, it just hung at a black screen, oh, um, which true. was really annoying. But um, yeah. once I've got past a few teething problems, it's a, it's a pretty good game, it's quite fun, um, mm. it's quite good. Yeah, that um, sounds good. Um, I've always fancied. What's the the Star Wars one on the GameCube? I've got it. Like, is it Rogue, oh, Le- Rogue Leader, Rogue Re- Rogue Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squeeder? Rogue. Se- I don't know. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've always been. I've got that on the shelf. I've always been meaning to try it, but because um, I love those kind of sort of flying shooty games. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's really good, and like it's very immersive in in VR. Mm. Um, and there's even a mode where you can turn off all the all the HUD elements, um, and just rely on the cockpit um, the cockpit panel to like see where the enemies are and see what your your thrust yeah. and acceleration, everything like that. So it's like really immersive. You don't get any other sort of um, HUD elements at all if you want that. Um, so you can really sort of get involved in it. But um, yeah, I mean it's not full price. It's a it's it's a it's not a budget game, but it's only like twenty five quid, thirty quid new. That's pretty good. So yeah. um yeah, I I I'd give it a tentative recommendation. Hmm. Nice. Um what about you? What have you been playing? Oh, okay. That was ended unexpectedly um, quick. Well else? The, there are other things I've been playing, but I think we're gonna cover that um during We'll come to that when we start talking about something else in the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll come to that. So that that's been the main things that have been taking up my time. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing through um, a new Super Lucky's Tale. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. So there was Super Lucky's Tale, wasn't there? There was. Um, yes. It's a three, a very traditional three D platformer starring a little fox called Lucky. Yeah. Um, I've been playing the new one. I never played. I'm trying to remember the order in which I. Played because so I think I played the demo, the Switch demo for this, the new one first, mm. and then I think I had the the original one on Steam. So I think I gave that a go, but the it didn't grab me because the music for the first level wasn't nearly as good as the new version because they've sort of jazzed up things, they've changed the level design, they've added some different music and stuff. Oh, okay. So and then I got stuck on a, a bit. It was like there was platform. It was a, it was one of the two D platform levels. And there was platforming at the front and there's platforming at the back. But in the original one, the camera stays at the front and it doesn't follow you. I kept dying there and I sort of rage quit it. Um, but anyway, I, that doesn't happen in the new one. So I sort of carried on playing with that. Um, I've been playing it on um, Xbox Game Pass for PC. Um, mm. I, I wanted to just try it a little bit on that because I like to use that as like a sort of a demo thing. Yeah. Because obviously I like to own physical and own the real thing. But um, frame rate difference. I know this might not affect you, but as we've discussed previously, it kind of bothers me. Yeah, so, yeah you're quite sensitive. Now, yeah. yeah, in the Switch, um, it's only 30 frames per second. It, to be honest, it is pl- it's still playable. It's still enjoyable. But once I played it at 60 on my PC, I found it very difficult to <laughs> go back yeah. to it. So I ended up just playing the whole thing on um, Game Pass. I might just try, I'll try and get the physical at some point just to kind of make up for it retrospectively. 
But um, yeah, very good game. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I, um, I I got the I got it on Xbox One. The just the I I I get confused now. Is it just Super Lucky's Tale? Yeah, it's Super Lucky's Tale is the first one. That's the then, f- well, Lucky's Tale is the first one, which was oh, an Oculus it? Rift oh, exclusive. Oh, okay. I, okay, so that's yeah. I remember yeah. that. It's funny because I was at a game show ages ago when it first came out. It was, it was my first experience of VR. Um, this was back in I think 2014 or 15 um, and we were all queuing up for ages to go on the Oculus Rift and there was two games you could play that or you could play Alien Isolation is oh it? yeah 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 and they were sure, sending all the adults to Alien Isolation and they were sending all the kids to um, Lucky's Tale <laughs> and I kind of wanted to go to the Lucky's Tale <laughs> it was much more my kind of game but um, yeah so yeah, it's 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 lovely. It's was I, as I was playing it, it's just like I, I kind of had the sensation that this is the kind of game I want to be playing all the time, you know, because it's yeah, just got yeah. it, the controls are great, you know, the level design's brilliant, the music's really good. It's just really lovely, really charming, really well made, well constructed kind of Nintendo quality kind of platforming. Um, it's a little bit on the short side, a little bit on the easy side. Um, but other than that, it's yeah, really enjoyable. It's that. a great time though, while it while while it lasts, it's really good. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, you have a great time. There's not a duff level amongst the whole thing. I don't think. No, I don't think there is. I mean, it's mm. been a long time since I played it, but nothing really stuck out to me. It's like, oh god, I wouldn't. You know, if I were to sit down and replay it now, there's no level I'd think, oh no, I can't. I'm not looking forward to that one. No. Um, the only change I was a bit wary of, I know, because uh, I haven't played new Super Lucky's Tale yet, but mm. I know they've changed it where he used to walk on all fours, and now they've changed him to be sort of upright, like a traditional sort of cartoony character. Oh, right, okay. Um, I thought, I kind of felt like him walking on all fours because he's a fox. I thought it was, I thought the animation there was just kind of cute and quite good. Yeah, it's quite nice. For in terms of a platforming mascot sort of character, it's almost novel for the character to be walking on all fours. Yeah, (laughs) upright. So yeah, I I didn't notice that actually. To be fair, but um, yeah, maybe it's not not as big a deal as I as I thought then. But um, yeah, yeah, I I remember reading that and I thought, oh, I don't know if that's that's a good (laughs) idea. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind playing the uh, the the original. Super lucky to just see the differences because I'm not. I know they've made a lot of level design ones. I think because um, you don't really get that for for games very often. These you kind of get it for fighting games. They make like three different versions of the same fighting game, but yeah. But you don't often get like a platformer just sort of the same game but redone a bit in in sort of you know, no, that you kind of way. Really. Do it's quite, quite unusual. No. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so that was yeah. that. Yes. Um, oh, that reminds me. Yeah, I did play one more game actually. Okay, cool. Um, right at the beginning, just after the, the we we finished recording the last show, like the next day, um, I was doing a I um messing about with my PS2 to set up um free boot, um so I can load games over a network, so I can just have the hard drive plugged in. That's in funny a you should say that. I've yeah? just today got a hard drive come in to do that very same thing. Ah, that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I had to, you know, I was messing about, and to test it, I um, just ripped a couple of games. Yeah. And I ripped uh, Jack and Daxter, um, yeah. the, the original Jack and Daxter. Oh, uh, yeah, really um, good game. I, yeah, mm. I played through that from start to finish. Um, mm. I I intended to just play it, I thought, I'll just give it a quick go and see how I get on with it, you know, just to just to make sure everything's working. Mm. Um, and yeah, I got hooked, I, I played it start to finish. Uh, it's the first time I played it to completion, um, mm. I played a little bit of it back in the day when it came out but it never really 
I don't think I ever got that far in it, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, mm. Yes, it's sort of a collectathon, yeah, kind of thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, but the levels but were, what struck me is the levels were really seamless. When you sort of go from one area to another without any loading screen or anything, as far as I remember. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 no real loading screens, and mm. it's a collectathon where all the collectibles are, are quite findable. Yes, the the. Maybe with a couple of exceptions. I don't think there's anything that's really hidden away in a daft place you'd never look just to be awkward. You know, that it's mm. all very doable. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was worth it to get, you know, after, you know, I read if you get all 100% of the collectibles, um, you get a secret ending. Um, so I got 100% of the collectibles and then the secret ending... I don't know if it was really worth it, <laughs> to be yes. perfectly honest. But um, yeah, it was. Well, the, good. the reward is, you know, is. Um, yeah, the challenge is its own reward. That's the what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the challenge yes. is its own reward. Yeah. But yeah, it was quite good. So I might. I played a little bit of Jack Two, but mm. it seemed to be a completely different game. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. I've, I think I've, I think I've touched it very briefly. It's a, bit, it's a much darker, isn't it? Does it go a yeah. bit dark after that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's really daft. Yeah. It's like Jack and Dexter's is sort of really light-hearted, all bright mm. environments, and you know, right, yeah. it's all nice. And then within the first ten minutes of Jack Two, it's like it cuts to like ten years later, and Jack's um, in some sci-fi dystopian world where he's been tortured for <laughs> like. 15 years like 10 years or something and now yeah. he's he's half evil and half not and it's just weird it's like a, a sort of whiplash from the tonal change of between the two games really but um <laughs> that's bizarre isn't it yeah. yes it's I, apparently they were really influenced by grand theft auto 3 coming out and apparently that's what what you know they thought oh well that's that's good let's oh, do that's that what with. the kids are playing these days yeah that's, what, darker, that's yeah. what the kids like to see um <laughs> You know, let's let's do that. Yeah, let's but, have him um, beat up a prostitute. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <Yeah. laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I played that as well. So it's been a it's been been quite a platformy month, really. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Um, I've also played um, Hot Shot Racing, um, for, uh, which was a, a former incoming indie. I was going to say, I that, I remember, I, I know that name from somewhere, but I yeah. can't picture it. We've talked about that before, haven't we? We have. It's it's the the low poly sort of a very arcade uh, yes. kind of racer. You know, very sort of the Sega and Ridge Racer. Yeah, like kind of um, you know, virtual racing yeah. type. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's it is good. It's, it certainly captures that feel that you know it's, it's based on the um, sumo digital racing engine so you know it's going to be pretty good yeah uh, the drifting's a little bit loose compared to what i'm used to but i think once you get used to it it's just you know it's just a matter of you know managing it you can spin off a little bit too easily sometimes mm. especially when the cars come in and sort of knock you a bit um but it's good fun i think there's quite a lot of rubber banding present i would say which i i don't think is necessarily a bad thing but it depends it's, how it's, it's done, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, it's fair. I think it's fairly obvious because when you're at the front, they're right on your tail all the time, pretty much. And I've just been playing. Um, I've done all four Grand Prix, but all on the lowest kind of difficulty. And even on that, they're they're really very keen to keep up with you. And if you sort of get stuck and they sort of go on ahead, you can catch up to them fairly quickly. It's like you're going much quicker than they are. So it it, it does feel a bit like that. But I think. 
To be honest, I think I'd rather have that than just staying ahead, really far ahead or really far behind all the time. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily see a problem. It does keep it interesting and competitive. I was going to say that's the thing. I mean, if it's done well, it just mm. makes it feel like you know a constant, you know, uh, an actual contest. It's yes, not exactly, you just wiping yeah. the floor with them or having no chance against them. Yeah. You know, it's if it's done well, you won't really notice it's it's being done at all. But then. You get things like Mario Kart, where it's, you know, it's a bit bad. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's a, there's a fine line to to strike, I think. But um, yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's got the um, it's got inclusion of checkpoints, so the, like the little countdown timer, like you get in like Outrun, you know, which you don't yeah. see very often in, no, game, you in don't. sort no. of racing games these days. So it's quite a nice adds to the sort of retro flavor to it. Um, the soundtrack's a bit generic. I would have liked some sort of, you know, more cheesy kind of Sega rock in there, you know, just to, just to, because yeah. you know, because Outrun one and two, you've got those three amazing tracks, and they sort of make up at least fifty percent of the enjoyment. I would say. I was going to say, there's a reason why the same three tracks are in yeah. every single Outrun game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they're brilliant. You never yeah. get tired of them. Um, and this could really done with something like that. Something, something really kind of memorable. It, 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 they're fine, they're serviceable, but it's just very background stuff, and it doesn't really contribute much to the race. Mm-hmm. So that's a shame about that. Um, there's not a lot of different modes as well. There's mainly just sort of grand prix and stuff. There's a good online mode and everything, but I think there's more to come. So you know, worth keeping an eye out on that. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, that's quite good. There's lot, you sort of pick different characters. They're all kind of you know, almost kind of stereotypes of different, like, countries and, and things like that, which, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised you can get away with these days, to be honest. <laughs> but, you know, it was interesting. I must say, I did have to turn the voice volume down because they tend to speak throughout the whole course and some of them are a bit grating, so I had to turn those down. Um, but what they do have is, like, nice little ending movies, like a bit like a fighting game. So oh, when you complete good. the Grand Prix, you get a little, a little sort of sequence of their, their, you know, what, the, what happens to their life afterwards. And I quite like that little touch. It's nice. Um, yeah, nice, yeah. Again, nice little retro callback. I was going to say that's another sort of little, sort of outrun type thing in there. Little, yeah. little ending sequence at the end of the race. That's quite. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, all good. Um, I'd recommend it. Uh, it's not very expensive. I think it's only about fifteen quid or something. Um, yeah, good. Uh, that's that's kind of. All I've been playing, really, um, I'm still working on my kind of um, interface for my all my ROMs and things that I mentioned hmm. previously. Um, at the moment, I'm more in the process of getting all the... Because about a couple of years ago, when it looked like all the ROM sites were going to get taken down, I went feverishly and downloaded as much <laughs> as I could. I'm just now coming to the point where I'm just sort of sorting through all those and kind of unzipping them and converting to bin and queue format and things like that. So getting all the library sorted, putting it through Launchbox to get all the box arts and things for that. And the actual interface itself is quite basic, but it kind of works. You know, it feeds, it gets all this data and you can choose a system, choose a game, play it, go back, pick another game. So it's kind of, I'm getting all the stuff there so I can use it while developing it. You know, I, yeah. I sort of, I've committed myself to doing every weekend when I'm not doing this, I'm kind of in the evenings, I'm kind of working on them, building this this the library or the the interface just to make sure because otherwise i'll just not do it so yeah yeah so that's um yeah yeah you've got to dedicate the time to it there's so many that's projects right. that i've thought oh yeah i'll do that and i just put on the back burner and <laughs> that's just never right you say i'll do it. that later if you yeah. sort of say right on these days i'm going to do it yeah and it's um yeah it makes making steady progress 
Yeah, no problem. Uh, right, some newsy bits to talk about. Yeah. Mm, we got the, we had the the Mario Direct, didn't we? With some we did. Mario thirty fifth anniversary announcements. Yes, there was Mario three D All Stars collection. Yeah. Available for a limited time. Mm-hmm. There was Mario thirty five uh, multiplayer game. Yeah, that Mario uh, Battle Royale. That's the one thing, available yeah. for a limited time. <laughs> yeah. There was the new colour Game & Watch, oh, yeah. available in limited quantities. <laughs> There's a theme. <laughs> there is a theme in there. Um, yeah. And there was Mario Kart Live Circuit, a home circuit. Yeah, that's right. And the um, the 3D World uh, Switch. Oh, yeah, port, yeah, I forgot about that one. That's yeah. not out till next year. But mm. I, um, I presume I'm sure that will be limited as well. I'm going to say I'm sure that's going to be limited quantities <laughs> as well. Um What's with this limited stuff? It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's um I mean so so the, the All Stars is, is limited physically, isn't it? So you can yeah. only, there's only so many physical copies coming out for some reason. Um, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be replenished in stock. It's not like um limited to X number of copies. I think okay. it's gonna be in constant print until um is it thirty first of March next year? Um, something yeah. like that. I think it, I think it's thirty first of March when it, the the sort of deadline for all this Mario stuff is, um, okay. and after that point it'll be re- withdrawn from sale and not available on the digital store and just gone. Not available it, on the digital store. You can't even no. download it anymore. No, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's ludicrous. It's I didn't really, know that. Really that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. You, you they. they <sighs> I I'm uh, I mean I know Nintendo are known for their artificial scarcity tactics when it comes yeah. to releasing new things. You know, yes. they'll produce ten million of them, but only send five to each shop to make people <laughs> make it look like it's sold out on day one. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. they're well known for it. But this is ridiculous. I mean, I, I, it's inexcusable, really. It's just because they know that you know it's the only way to get people well it's not the only way because they're good games people will download them anyway so i mean what's the, what's the problem i don't get it that's what i mean it's, that's it's just so stupid it's really stupid and people were scalping them on ebay um <laughs> once the pre-orders sold out yeah. um people were scalping them on ebay and they were selling this isn't just like people chancing it this is actual sold auctions hmm. some of them going for 90 quid <laughs> It's just ninety uh, quid for three games that you've already got. For three games you've already got, they're not. Let's be. They're not even particularly great versions of them. No, Um, they've done a bit, I think, to Mario sixty four. But the Mario sixty four thing has got a really annoying bug, and I, I didn't notice it at first. And then when someone I uh, was watching Digital Foundry, Mm. and they pointed that out on there, and since they pointed that out, I can't ignore it and it <laughs> drives me mad the sound all the sound effects are slightly delayed oh, um, man, you really? notice it particularly on um, Babon Battlefield when you're climbing yeah. up the sort of the muddy sort of tower to begin with Yeah. if you jump and uh, you jump on the mud when Mario lands there's maybe half a second it's not very much but a half a second delay before when he lands before the sound effect kicks in and once you notice it, it yeah. will drive you absolutely spare. Kind of, yeah, it is the kind of thing, once you notice it, yeah. 
You know, and it's just I don't understand how how that can fly. I mean, N sixty four emulation was running on Windows ninety eight machines. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, high frame rate, perfect. Yeah, and that Nintendo themselves have done N sixty four emulation before. Yeah, um, presumably fine. I can't remember now. But well, yeah, they did the um, the Legend of Zelda collection on GameCube. That that's right, yeah. Fine, didn't it? The whole thing is just very, very bizarre. I don't understand it unless there's some something gonna happen at Nintendo on the thirty first of March, and that's <laughs> an well, arbitrary maybe, yeah. cut-off date. I mean, is it gonna be all these rumours of the Switch Pro? Maybe there's something happening with that. But even then, that shouldn't like, it doesn't affect. Make sense. That should See, not affect any existing game, should it? No, not at all. No, You'd I think. Can't, I can't imagine anything that would happen that would. If you were going to launch a new a new model of the Switch or a new model of of anything, you know, related to the Switch, you mm. would want people to buy these great games to go yeah. with their new console, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So unless well, they're planning on releasing another version that has Mario Galaxy Two in it. it uh, uh, what Mario Galaxy Two? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of, and even though that's pretty stupid, but. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's literally. I mean, I, if you're if you're talking about an event that happens on that date, that's the only thing I could think of that would warrant it. But <laughs> I bought, well, I bought the physical one. I did pre-order it, okay. um, and I pre-ordered the Game and Watch, um, mm. which I thought was surprisingly. I ordered it because it was surprisingly reasonably priced. I was expecting mm. it to be a bit expensive, but it's only like forty quid. Mm, that's what I heard. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, I put a pre-order down for that one, but um, yeah, I can't say I I played because I love Super Mario Galaxy. That's one of my all-time uh, favorite too, yeah. games. Yeah. it's just a a perfect game. It's smashing, yeah. It's just brilliant. I love it. I love everything about it to the point where I every time I play a Mario game since all through Mario Odyssey, whenever you collected the moons, yeah. mentally in my mind I substituted the song for the yeah. You know, it's just it's so burned into my into my brain. Um, <laughs> I I love it. Mm. So I, I I have been playing a lot of it. Um, but I can't. It's it's just such a bare bones. It's so bare bones. There's really yes, it nothing. is. There's, there's the only extra thing is like music, isn't it? You can listen to all the music. You can listen to the music, yeah. But yeah, you're, you can, you're but unlikely I mean, to, aren't you? Really, I mean, you'll no, have a quick go. But I mean, what, I mean, the soundtrack to Mario Galaxy is superb. But you who you, listens you, to music on their Switch? Well, exactly. Yeah, you don't. You go and download the music. You know. Yeah. You know, and even if yeah. you, you you want it on in the background while you were doing something else, you just play it on YouTube. Or you, play <laughs> yeah, it, you know, yeah, it's just it, will, yeah. it's not really anything special. Yeah, behind mean, the scenes <laughs> ma- making of videos—that's what you want on that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm. behind the scenes making of videos, concept art, things like that, things you can't yeah. get anywhere else. Or even mm. if they really wanted to push the boat out, if they're going to emulate them, add some screen filters. You yeah. know, add, add yeah, some, yeah. add some tweaks, add some, you know, some special, you know, they could substitute the music for an orchestral score or something mm. like that. They, they've got the money to do it. They know it's going to sell. Mm. They could have really, and it's a 35th anniversary. I mean, Nintendo, they just, they really should have pushed the boat out, I think. Yeah. And it just seems, I don't know. It's a bit lazy, isn't it? It's a bit of a cash in and a bit of... yeah. And Mario Galaxy doesn't play particularly well without the use of the sensor bar 
Um, oh, right. you, you've got to use the uh, you can yeah. use gyro controls on the pro controller um, or you can yeah. use the, the Joy-Cons Joy as a Wii remote yeah. uh, but because it doesn't have the sensor bar to track itself to track where things are it constantly drifts and you have to keep pressing yeah. the button to recenter it I always wondered how accurate that the, the Joy-Con would be as a Wii remote not very for that reason yeah which out. is yeah because otherwise you could port a load of Wii games into it and just sort of do that but if it's not if it's just not up to the job of that then there's no there's no it, there's it's no really not up to the job no no I mean I can't remember how heavily it relied on the Wii remote there's a few levels where it's got sort of balance mechanics isn't it it's balance rightly. mechanics and there's the the ones where you've got to go from um you've got to sort of slingshot your way from point to point and avoid oh, the obstacles. Oh, yeah, sort yeah. Of pull it back that's, and let go. Right, and yeah, yeah, so there's a few places you can do it. You can manage with the, you know, the, the gyroscope controls. You can you can play the game and have a great time with it. If you've never played Mario Galaxy before or you don't have a Wii and you want to play it again, mm. it, you know, you won't have any... You can do it perfectly fine with this collection. Yeah. Um, but it's not as good. And I think that's that's the thing. That's the the theme that runs through it. You know, the games are perfectly playable, but Mario sixty four is not as good as the N sixty four version, and Galaxy is not as good <laughs> yeah. as the the Wii version. I don't like being critical about Mario because they usually, you know, anything with Mario's name on. It's hard to be critical about Mario usually. Generally, you're gonna get something good. Yeah. And I just think it is good, but it could have been better. Mm. Yeah. Same. Um, any of the other things you want to touch on? The, the Mario Kart living room thing is quite interesting, isn't it? That's r I really want that, but yeah. I don't think it was designed with British living no. rooms in mind. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, not. the trailer of it, you know, they're in this living room. It's this cavernous, palatial living room mm. with one sofa in the middle and this hardwood floor, as far <laughs> as the eye can see. Yeah. You know... <laughs> You can you you can swing an earwig in my front room. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get a Mario Kart track going anywhere. No, right? I know it's hilarious, isn't it? I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it works with the augmented reality thing and everything, and like superimposing. Because I think there's other AI races in it, isn't there? If I, I think the so. Video yeah, rightly. So yeah. how it superimposes those over the obstacles that are in your actual living room is looks quite interesting. Yeah, I think it's I, great I, for kids as well. It's um, great for kids. I think I'll buy it. Um, when I, you know, is is a hundred pounds, which is less than I thought it was going to be. Again, it's it's quite reasonably priced. I mean, you've you got can. a whole RC car there as well. Yeah. don't forget. So that's not too bad, is it? It's not too bad. I mean, it gets more expensive mm. if you because the Mario and Luigi cars are sold separately. So yeah. obviously, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, that's. But you know, as soon as finances allow, I will probably pick it up. Um, mm. But like I say, I can't imagine I'll get much use of it until I move to somewhere, you know, significantly larger than here. <laughs> yeah. um, but just to, to try it out and see what the tech's like, I think is going to be... Yeah, it looks like, it looks very interesting. I'm, I'll keep my I'd, eye on that. Yeah. I'd be interested in the latency between the video feed mm. and the screen. Because mm, obviously, yeah. if you're meant to be racing and controlling it, you know... It's got to be instantaneous, really. You can't be having to steer no. with a you know a second delay on the video or anything like that. So mm. it'd be interesting to see what the range of it is and all that kind of stuff. All the technical aspects of it, I think, are very interesting. But um, yeah, yeah. it's a great idea. It's a really good idea. I, I'm, mm. yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, me too. Very good. It's, um, I haven't really seen anything like that before. 
No, no. Because I think the 3DS had some augmented reality stuff in it that was quite interesting. But yeah, they had this the thing is with something the, else. Was it like balloons on faces or something? Or faces yeah, you could take a picture of your face and you'd, they'd stick it on things. Hang on, is that something else? No, I think I, that's a thing, but there was an augmented reality thing where it's almost like a sort of little golf course thing that appeared out of your... You put a card down and it like a... a this thing appeared and you could yeah. move the camera around something like that wasn't it yeah, it was a bit throwaway I, but it was quite interesting I went to a um, one of the 3DS launch events um, oh, right. like a preview event like before it came out hmm. um, they held them in like um, a few cities around the country and hmm. they they had these things I think I talked about it before actually they had like a live action recreation of Street Fighter and oh, they, I don't know, think you they, have talked about this before. Isn't it? Oh, it's really yeah, right. It's hmm. really cool. They, yeah, they, um, you sort of went in and they had like this little holding area with these little glass pyramids with a a little 3ds hologram floating around inside. And we rushed in, and then the lights dimmed, and they had a guy dressed as Rio and a guy dressed as Ken, and they did this sort of martial arts conflict <laughs> in front of you with all the like the proper Street Fighter background and all the music oh, right. playing and everything. Yeah, and then. You went into the next room and someone was dressed as Jill Valentine from Resident Evil and there were people dressed as zombies sort of attacking people and you had to rush through. And they had all these different rooms and it was all about sort of giving you, showing you how immersive 3D would be. You know, that was the the message they were trying to get across. Um, uh, There was another room as well, but I forget what it was. There was a few things. It was a really good, really good little um, event. But they were making a real big deal about the augmented reality and how cool it was. And, you know, they had um, these people coming around, uh, giving you demonstration units of the 3DS and taking your picture and showing you all the all the gubbins. No one ever used it. Mm. I don't think any games no. ever. You know, Not really. Like, no, it was just those example things that they included, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it, it's it's like that. It, it always it always seems to happen for for gimmicks that they put in, don't they? I mean, the has anyone really made really good use of the the Joy Cons, the stuff that the Joy Cons can do, other than Nintendo? Like what, like the the 3D Rumble? No. Yeah, not really. Oh, that, that was that one two switch, wasn't there? And that was about it. Um, yeah, you know, it's really frustrating. I bought one two switch yeah. uh, when I got my got my switch i keep wanting to say we for some reason but um, yeah. if i say we i mean switch so okay. um yeah when i got my switch i got one two switch uh the mm. only reason i got it was because i wanted to see because they showed that um the game where you have to guess how many ice cubes are in a cup and it was giving you oh, the th- yeah. using the 3d rumble yeah that's all i wanted to play to see <laughs> see how it works you know, yeah. see how good it was yeah. And you can't get it. You have to unlock it by playing all these bloody games first. <laughs> it's just not that good a game. And I don't think I ever... I, I put it down before I ever unlocked it. So I don't even yeah. I, I don't even know any games that have used the 3D Rumble. No, I don't think so. I obviously had the Labo stuff that used... It's got like the little camera thing, in it, isn't it? Like the um, yeah. is it a light-sensitive thing? A little, little the, infrared piano sensor, and, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, there's that. But yeah, other than those two examples, I can't think of many other things that use it. I mean... Because the the thing is, for most third parties, they make games for all the consoles and yeah. platforms anyway. So you're not going to get a lot of third party use out of that stuff anyway. And um, yeah, it's just it always seems to happen with these kind of gimmicks. Other than the Wii, which is very much that was that was you had you kind of almost had to use it in yeah. some ways, didn't you? Yeah, that seemed to work. But yeah, yeah. So Mario Thirty Five then. It's the only other, it's the other one. Yes, it is. Um, have you played it? No, no, I haven't. I have. Mm. It's good. What's it like? 
is it? Right. It's good. Hmm. Um, I don't want to recommend it because of this, you know, the date when it's going to be taken down. No, I know. It's, it's hard just, to recommend You might as well not bother because you, you don't want to well enjoy it. Because then... if you get really into it and it's a yeah. game you enjoy, what's the point if it's well, just going to be taken away? It's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it is a really good game. It works really well. Um, yeah. if, if, so it's basically if, Mario Brothers, but played against 34 other people? Yeah, th- yeah th- 34 so Tetris, other people at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's basically Tetris 99. It's got the same interface. Um, it It's the same concept. Yeah. You play through a Mario course. Um, so you start over with World 1-1 and you play through it. But every enemy you defeat gets transported onto someone else's screen. Mm. Um, you've also got a time limit. Um, every enemy you defeat will give you, like, um, Goombas will give you two seconds extra on the clock. Um, uh, Koopa Troopers, I think you get five seconds. Um, you know, the more difficult the enemy, the the more seconds you get on the clock. So that's basically it. You've got to work your way, you've just got to survive um, while people are filling your screen with enemies and the clock is working against you. Um, and you've got to try and you know, it's last man standing, basically. Hmm. Um, it's really cool. Uh, it's good fun. And it really... It clicks a little bit. After you, you play a few rounds of it, you start to realise certain tactics. So, in, like, you might just start playing it through as normal. And then the second time you play it, you might go to the warp zone um, at the end of, you know, is it 1-2, where it's the underground one, and you can jump up over the little elevator at the end and go through the pipes, and you've got mm. the, the little warp zone pipes. Mm. Um, you can go through there, warp to a, a difficult level, um, where there's more difficult enemies. <laughs> um, so you could go to Bowser's castle, um, defeat Bowser, and then Bowser will appear on World 1-1 for someone else. Um, <laughs> and if lots of people do that, you'll get multiple Bowsers all on the same level. It gets I really, like that. Yeah, it's really, good, it's really good fun. And you do start thinking sort of strategically, like, oh, what level, what level is going to have the most awkward enemies for someone else to try and avoid yeah. and what are the, the little squids called is it bloopers the little white squids oh, i couldn't tell you i'm afraid i'm terrible with mario enemy names when they appear on a non-water level it's an absolute <laughs> nightmare to avoid them it's so bad and you know i was playing around the other day and someone had, was just doing the water levels over and over yeah i had tons <laughs> of these bloopers all over the place it was mad but yeah it's a it's a really good game it sounds um, like a great idea it's wondering yeah i wonder why no one has anything has done anything like this before you know it seems well, like quite an obvious well no we say they that have, yeah, they? they have yeah that's true it's based on this well sort of, well possibly based on this mario Battle Royale thing, was it yeah. called? Yeah. Unofficial. Yes. Obviously, Nintendo came along and stamped it down, didn't they? Yeah, a bit funny how that works, <coughs> isn't it? Yeah. Get a cease yeah. and desist. I wonder where they got that sudden. idea from. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 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 Very interesting. interesting. Um, but yeah, the, the concept of them getting rid of it after X amount of time is just... Yeah. It, it really annoys me. I don't want to harp on about it, but... I I just don't understand. I mean, you kind of feel like any any game that has an online component is, you know, it, it might not be available one day anyway. But it's always to, a possibility. Yeah. yeah, but you but you know that for the time being, it's fine. But to know that you actually have a deadline to play before to play the game and then it's gone forever. I mean, I I, I cannot understand the logic behind it at all. No, it doesn't it, make any sense. 
And especially in a game like Mario 35, where, you know, there's daily challenges on um, things you've got to complete. So it'll be like collect 500 coins and uh, do this, that and the other. There's like three or four daily challenges every day. Mm. Um, So you can level up and, you know, so it's encouraging you to play. It wants you to keep playing and to get hooked and to level up your character to unlock new icons and themes and all kinds of things. Mm. It wants you to put the time into it, and then next year it's just going to pull the rug out from under you and say, right. All right, you waste you your go. time. See ya. Yeah, bye. All that stuff you did, it's gone now. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> it's just, I got, and Nintendo haven't said anything about it either, have they? No. I don't think there's been any statements, no explanation. Well, I mean, it better not be a regular thing. Like, oh, this is the game for this few months, and then we're going to have this other, the other game for the next few months. Oh. And then, I mean, it's... Well, that's the thing. I mean, we we with the Xbox, what's it? I don't even know what it's called. Xbox Series X. Series X, yeah. I'd, I'll go off on a tangent in a second. Did you see yeah. all the <laughs> after they announced the Xbox Series X, the sales of Xbox One X went up by like four hundred and ninety-seven percent on Amazon because <laughs> everyone was buying the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these kids are going to be opening the wrong Xbox on Christmas oh, morning. Dear. Oh dear! It's God. just such bad branding. It's it's yeah, terrible. It's I know. ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, with um, Xbox One Series Xbox Series X mm. and Game Pass, that seems to be what they're focusing on at the moment. And it is Xbox yeah. really are going all in on this digital streaming, you know, subscription future. Yeah. And if that catches on, that is going to be the norm. There are going to be yeah. games where, sorry, you can't buy that one anymore. You can't play it anymore. And even if you've downloaded it, we're going to take it away. Cheers. Yeah. I know. It's, I know. It's, it's mm. really depressing. It is depressing. I understand that the, the, the game companies are there to make money, obviously. But to not have any regard for game preservation. No, exactly. Even with the, um, the Xbox Series X, there's games that are going to come out um, I don't know if it's all games. I don't know if there's. I don't know if it's a mandate that all games have to do, or if it's just a transitionary thing. Yeah. But Xbox One X. That's Xbox Series. Oh God. Xbox. It's, it's I so love. I love that this is because they don't want to be one step behind PlayStation. Basically, <laughs> that's all it is. That's why it's not called Xbox Four because there's a PS Five and it just sounds inferior. So it, it, they just come up with these stupid names just to get around that. It makes it even more confusing. They did it. They. They ruined it for themselves when they did yeah. Xbox 360 instead they of did. Xbox 2. I know. Uh, but yeah, so they're doing this this transitionary thing where a game, say Halo Infinite, for example, yeah. I don't know, I'll just use this as an example, it will come on a disc that will work on current-gen Xboxes, but on yeah. the Xbox Series X you'll get the enhanced version of it. Yeah. yeah. The files for the enhanced version aren't on the disc. Even if you buy the Xbox Series X version, yeah. it's only got the inferior last gen version on it. It yeah. will download the high mm. def, you know, the the high definition assets and everything from there. So preservation wise, you've got nothing. Mm. You've got mm. nothing. You've got you know. Oh. Yeah. Are you mad? I, mean, I, I think it's safe to say if you're going down the Xbox route, you probably don't care that much about preservation anyway. I think that's fair. At I this think point. certainly the way things are going. It's the fact that our show and 
so many other podcasts and YouTube series and mm. you know websites and whatever you want, you have any medium you care to mention. So much of it is based on talking about games that meant something to us when we were kids, or yes. games we want to share with our kids, or yep. you know, revisiting mm-hmm. things from years ago. These games that mean things to us and that were important to us. Mm. People growing up with these Xbox streaming services and Google Stadia and this Amazon, whatever it is, this new Amazon streaming service, they're mm. not going to have any of that if they. No. In, 20 years' time, and they are they going to be able to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go back and play, you know, Halo Infinite. You know, I haven't played that for a while. No, it's gone. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Tough. Went 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 You have to rely on it being popular enough that they will keep re-releasing it, but that's not necessarily going to be the case. If you've got an obscure indie game that's only ever been released streaming-wise, then that's... You know, or something even worse that's got like rights problems, which we've already encountered before. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yeah, which they've re-released, but not physically. Not physically. Hilariously. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's like banging your head against a wall, isn't it? Yeah. If you've got something with rights problems, and it was a great game, but oh, guess what? The rights ran out. Can't play it anymore. Can't play it. You can't play yeah. out, Outrun you go, Online Arcade. Here you go, Johnny. The let's license play with Ferrari's gone. Yeah, let's load up Outrun Arcade. Oh, no, you can't. It's gone. Been it's gone, gone for years. Sorry. Yeah. And even even Doritos Crash Course Two, <laughs> the the classic. <laughs> <laughs> it was free. You can't play it anymore. Yeah. Even if you've on? got it, it was on Xbox Three Sixty, mm. and it was good. It was, was it? a good. Okay. It was a I... good Doritos game. <laughs> Out of all the the Doritos cinematic universe, it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, maybe we're just old. Maybe we're just uh, well, old. Well, we are old. Men. Yeah, we're getting old, certainly. Um, mm. And the kids probably don't care about this anymore. No. You know, no. Know, as long as I can play it now, who cares? You know. But who cares? What if you're not got an internet connection, Granddad? <laughs> 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 anyway. Anyway, right. we're gonna. We could talk about this all night, but we better not because we've we've done enough of that. We've done enough. We've so, lost enough uh, of our audience. Let's yeah. uh, crack on with uh, the main. The main course. The main course. It was Chibi Robo, yes. which um, we can play. Because, we can. Um, yeah. Although we, I emulated it. Did you? How did you play this? <laughs> yeah, I did as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a wealthy man. <laughs> no, that's the other side, isn't it? I like on tw- on Twitter you described it as the expensive game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The discs are around, but you you they're, they're so expensive that you might as well just download a ROM, you know. Um, but anyway, this you can, and we did. So, Chibi Robo Plug Into Adventure, to give it its full title. And we're going to talk about it after this.
welcome back. Excuse me, I was just eating a rich tea. So, um, Chibi Robo, <laughs> plug into <laughs> adventure. <laughs> I'm a bit discombobulated, sorry. Um, <clears throat> so, this was developed by Skip Limited. Um, which I, Have they done much else, Skip Limited? It's not a name that rings any bells to no. me. I couldn't honestly tell you without cheating and going on Wikipedia. No, um, no. No, but um, it was published by Nintendo and released for the Nintendo GameCube in June 2005. Oh, I did cheat and look on um, look on Wikipedia. They did Captain Rainbow, which is a a, a very interesting game we might cover on a, a future episode. Um, okay, I don't yeah. know that one. Oh, that's a, it's a it's an odd one, but yeah, carry on. Okay, so uh, what was I? Uh, June 2005 in Japan, February 2006 in America, and May in Europe. So there was a Japan exclusive Wii port in 2009, um, but otherwise it hasn't been ported anywhere. So um, uh, in general, it sold pretty modestly. So as we said, the game is fairly pricey. Yes, unfortunately. One of the the pricier GameCube games. Um, Not tremendously well-known Nintendo property, actually, although there are a few um, sequels, aren't there? Yeah, it's more of a... I don't know if I'd say it was a cult thing, but I think it's... Mm. It's very well regarded by the people who who like it. That's uh, rather an obvious statement to make. I mean, if you didn't like it, you wouldn't hold it in high regard. But yeah, I, think, I like I think, it, but I don't. Uh, yeah, 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 it's all right. I think you know what I'm trying to say. I think yeah. it's if you like it, you really like it. Yes, and exactly. Yeah. It's 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 well remembered, you know, amongst people who've got that affinity for it. Uh, but generally, yeah. it's it's lesser known. I think, yeah. Mm, yeah, it was originally announced in two thousand and three as a point-and-click adventure to be published by Bandai, um, given a new lease of life under senior producer uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, who took a personal interest in it. And the I've character heard of him. Chibi Robo, yeah, you've heard of that guy. Yeah, yeah he makes he's games done. and stuff, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah, yes. um, and yeah, he helps it turn it in. Uh, excuse me, helped turn it into an adventure platformer. So you play as Chibi Robo, a little battery-operated sort of Tin Man kind of thing, isn't he? He's a toy, yeah. but he's kind of a—he's like a house cleaner-upper, house house kind of servant almost, isn't he? Really, well, kind of. He's, he's just—you could he's call just, him that. He's a happy little guy. He is happy, yeah, and he wants to spread happiness to to the families that own him. He's one of many. He's one of me, one of like a million, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and yeah, the objective is to uh, you, you're you've got free roam, free roaming around a, a house owned by the Sanderson family, and um, your your job is to spread happiness by doing various tasks and sort of helping them with their you know daily problems and sort of actually quite serious family issues that arise during the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. And you get like a there's a ranking system, isn't there? So you you rank against all the other Chibi Robos, all the other million Chibi Robos in the world. Each it's sort of a day and night cycle, isn't it? At the end of every yeah. day and night, you see your ranking against all the other Chibi Robos, and it kind of measures how you're progressing through the game, basically. Um, so yeah, you've got the Sanderson family. You're purchased by Mr. Sanderson, who uh, loves his toys and has been recently made unemployed. He buys Chibi uh, for uh, his daughter, whose name is. Uh, what's the daughter's name? I oh, can't man. remember. I've got it written down here. Um, it's gone now. Hortense. Anyway. <laughs> Hortense. <laughs> um, no, where the hell is it? Jenny. 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 That's Jenny's the daughter, sorry. 
Uh, that's what happens when you uh, go off piste with the notes. Um, yes. So <laughs> Jenny's the daughter, and he buys um, the Chibi Robo for his uh, for her birthday. She seems to only communicate as a frog, so uh, she she just says rivet. Pretty much, she's got some <laughs> issues of her own. I think. I want that frog hat though. She yeah, it's a cool frog, frog hat, hat, isn't it? Yeah, she's it. obsessed with frogs. Yeah. And then there's the wife, Mrs. Sanderson, um, who's constantly dismayed by the the crap that Mr. Sanderson keeps bringing home, basically, even though he doesn't have a job. I used to know someone called Jen who was obsessed with frogs. Oh. That's weird. That is weird. Was it based on her? I spoke to her for years. Oh, I don't know. It might be. Yes. Mm. Anyway, carry on. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. True. True story, that. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. Good. So, he's, yeah, it's a 3D platformer, basically. You wander around the house. Um, you get sort of upgrades, don't you, to help you sort of clean yeah. and kind of fly around and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, it's, it's a nice little game. It is kind of um, there is there are sort of point and click adventure elements to it in that the story kind of progresses when you bring an item to a certain character or you talk to a character in a certain place. Yeah, you can definitely tell the the point and click origins of it yeah. in places, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's good. What made you uh, pick this game, by the way? Um, it's just nice. Mm. Did it's you play nice. it? At, did you play it at the time? I didn't play it at the time. No, I played it oh. years later. Um, mm. <sighs> yeah, I can't. I think it was. I, it's a show that we that keeps coming up, uh, but it's just a, a, a it's just a quite an influential show for me, I suppose. But uh, there's mm. an internet show called Consylvania, mm. and uh, they had a spin-off show on the BBC called Video Gaiden. And on Video Gaiden, they did like a little opinion piece about violence in video games and um, giving their opinion on it. And they basically were saying violence in video games is fine, but even if we toned it down, we'd still have all the great games. We'd still have the Chibi Robos, and they gave some other examples. And I thought, oh, Chibi Robo, well, what's that all about then? So I looked hmm. into it after that. And I just loved it. I just thought it's, it's just a charming, lovely little game. I love Chibi. I love the environments, and I just love, I love Chibi Robo. I just think mm. it's lovely. In Chibi, nice. What? what he's, he's, <laughs> he's all silver. He's got a little flat head. Yeah, um, he's a lovely little character. You know, you feel sorry for him when he he runs out of charge. It's, yes, you know, well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? So you've got a little battery. You've got a battery inside you, basically. And uh, it keeps running down, and you've got to keep you. You drag around a little plug uh, socket, not a socket, a plug, <laughs> to plug into sockets uh, when when you uh, run out of battery. Yeah, which is kind of annoying at first because it happens very very quickly. It, it happens very with. quickly at first, yeah. <laughs> but luckily, you can get um, upgrades through the course of the game. You get them at each sort of when you uh, yeah when you get a certain amount of happy points, isn't it? I was going to say I don't know what the I can't remember what the the threshold for it is, but it's, yeah. it's every time you collect a certain amount of, of happy points. It keeps changing every time, so it starts mm. off with I don't know ten happy points or fifty or something, and then you end up being sort of hundreds and things, yeah, like that. But um, yeah, I, I like the different ways you could get, collect happy points. You see various bits of rubbish on the floor, and you could pick it up. Um, I like that aspect because it reminded me of Animal Crossing in the sense that you sort of wander around and there's something quite therapeutic and also when you get the toothbrush and you can um, clean up 
the like the stains, the various stains on the floor. Stains and paw prints and things. Yeah, that was actually one of my favourite bits of the game, <laughs> because <laughs> it's it's coming quite nice about it, isn't there? Yeah. Just sort of therapeutic. I'm just going to play Chibi Robo for a bit, and I'm going to go and pick up some rubbish and clean up the house a bit, and you get happy points for it, and you get bonus happy points when you get a certain amount. You've done a certain amount of those as well. Um, there's a little bin in the corner that you take the rubbish to. You just chuck it in. And to be honest, if that was just the game, I'd be quite happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I, I I hadn't made the connection between Animal Crossing and that. But yeah, mm. you're right. It's got that same kind of. It's this. It's things that if you write it down on paper, if you were to say, "Look, oh, oh you've got to play Animal Crossing, mate. You get to pick up rubbish and put it in a bin." Yeah. Um, mm. you'd think. Well, that sounds terrible. That sounds like the worst idea anyone's ever had. But when you actually play it, <laughs> yeah, it works. It really works, mm. and it? it's yeah. We've talked about it way back in the um, when we did the firemen for the snares. Yeah, where you go around just putting out fires, and there was something really nice about that as well. It's a very yeah. very simple mechanic, but for some reason, it's quite satisfying. And it's not even the, it's not even that gamey because it's just. <laughs> It's, you just do it and it happens. You know, there's no yeah. challenge to it. But yeah, there's something about that mechanic. I really like it. Um, but what else can you do to get happy points? You talk to the characters. There's lots yeah. of other toys hanging around, isn't there? About a lot of Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of other sort of colourful characters. Mm. Um, the superhero got, guy. What was his name? His name is Drake Redcrest. Drake Redcrest. <laughs> Who's very much a Buzz Lightyear sort of character, isn't he? Yes. He kind of believes he's the real superhero that he's based on, I think. And he gives you a little uh, Drake Redcrest suit that you can that you can wear, to, to, and he encourages you to strike a pose, doesn't he? And I think if you do it in certain situations, you'll get stuff. Yeah. What about the Free Rangers? The eggs. Oh, the Free Rangers. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they they when you first meet them, they control the foyer. So you go in the foyer, and you're assaulted by loads of projectiles <laughs> that are fired by these kind of army little egg-based army men aren't they that's hanging yeah. around the foyer and it's only when you get the cup from the kitchen you place it on your head you can wander around the foyer then <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's just so daft it's so it's so charming it's great yeah it's yes it's lovely what are the other characters i've got a few here there's um captain plankbeard plankbeard down, down at the basement so that's quite good because you go down in the basement and you discover Giga Robo. Yes. Yeah. You discover that the Sandersons used to own a much larger robot helper guy called Giga Robo, but uh, they stopped using him because of his high power consumption. Yes. Mm. And uh, 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 how far are we going to go into the into the well, absolutely banana story? <laughs> to be fair, I I didn't. Um, I played about half of it, I think. Okay. And I sort of read up the rest of it on Wikipedia. <laughs> and it does get, after that halfway point, it gets a bit bananas, doesn't it? it there's really something about does. aliens. Yes, yeah. yes. There's, there's aliens and time travel and all sorts. So Yeah, um, it gets a bit weird. We'll leave the, <laughs> the, the readers to find out themselves or read it up on it or something. But it does yeah. get nuts. But there's also what happens between the Mr. Sanderson and Mrs. Sanderson. Basically, he's like this toy fanatic. He collects toys and things, and they're all over the house and all that sort of stuff. And she asks chibi robo to oh she's doing all the accounting and she because he doesn't have a job they've got not not got enough money coming in she's doing all the accounting so she's missing a receipt and she asks chibi robo to find a receipt 
Uh, he basically dobs dobs Mr. Sanderson in completely, doesn't he? Really, <laughs> and then that that's that's the that's the last straw, and then she she uh, she wants a divorce. So um, you know, it's quite it's quite serious issues for quite a happy game. It is it? really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It but I think that's that's there to to reinforce the happiness in a way because you kind of Chibi Robo wants to make people happy, wants to improve life. And that's a big issue to solve, but you know he's the one who can do it. He's if anyone can do it, he can. He's the, he's the man. Yeah, I like his little sidekick as well. The the telly television. Yes, he's a little kind of robot dude on it with a helicopter. He's quite emotional as well, isn't he? Because he, he when is, he cries, yeah. he literally cries buckets. Yes. <laughs> And he, um, yeah, he flies. He because uh, Chibi Robo himself is mute, like many, like many game characters, like many game protagonists. Um, and Telly does all the speaking for him. Um, and I, I like it when you achieve something because then he releases the party poppers, yes, and the, which you then have to pick up, and, <laughs> and he apologizes for. <laughs> so there's lots of nice little moments like that. Did you when? I know this will have happened to you and you'll, it'll made you laugh. Sometimes, randomly, when you plug yourself in and you recharge and you plug yourself, you unplug yourself, a little tin lid will fall on your head from nowhere. <laughs> yes. Did you get this? And it just happened completely randomly. And I don't think it's ever explained why, is it? No, I, I got, not that I can recall. But it's, I, again, I didn't play it all through for this show. No. It's been a long time since I played it start to finish. Yeah. But what I like is that Telly tells you exactly how many times that's happened before, <laughs> which is a really odd touch. Oh, that, that, that has, that's happened four times now. Uh, oh, thanks. Well, thanks for that. Tell cheers. me what it is. But <laughs> so there's lovely little touches like that. That the script's quite good. You know, there's there's a lot of characters in it. Yeah, it's, I like. I really liked it. It's a really good game. Yeah, I mean, I I like the. It's what you mentioned. Um, coincidentally, at the end of the last show, I can't remember what in what context you were talking. Oh, it was about the um, that survival game where the the Honey I Shrunk the Kids style one, where you're oh, yeah. outside, and you were saying yeah. about um, games where you see it from like a, a perspective um, of a tiny perspective of on the whole world kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's done really well here. Um, mm. I love like just even you know the first the front room area, the first stage. Um, section things just like like a chair or a table they suddenly become these like massive insurmountable mm. obstacles and it's a real puzzle to sort of figure out oh well I, I can go up there and I can jump across there and you know and it's just I don't know I really like how it turns these ordinary things into into you, you look at them in a completely new way that's right yeah yeah, it's very, it's like when you were a kid and you sort of you get really low down on the floor and you kind of look up and you everything looks massive yeah. to you and you kind of work out you almost pretend to be small yourself, you know. It, it the game is a platformer but it's not in the in the conventional sense. You can't really jump of your own free will that kind of thing. You just wander around and you you'll you'll see a little ledge or a little uh little, maybe a draw handle to 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 climb up on. And then you kind of from there, you, you the, there'll be another one nearby, and you sort of make your way up like that, don't you? Really? Yeah. But then you get the the helicopter upgrade, which helps you go from one spot to another. 
um, or just helps you float down and that sort of opens up the possibility of jumping from one piece of furniture to another and using that you can like climb the stairs and get up to the top floor um, with the bedrooms and everything um, and it's just it, that's how the game sort of opens up it's kind of it's mostly open but you need certain upgrades to progress yeah through it and to get to areas that you couldn't get to before um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's nicely structured like that you know there's a little shop, isn't there? That you could get there's um, in his little house he goes to. I love his little house. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? It's, it's nice and cozy. Yeah. Um, there's a little shop where you can buy your upgrades and things like that. Um, and then there's the spy doors. The spy doors. These this inje- injects a bit of um, unexpected shoot 'em up action into the game, doesn't yes. it? Yes. You get your little chibi blaster which you buy from the shop, and you'll wonder they're they're sort of like these. These evil little robots, little mini robots that for some reason are in the house. Might be explained in the story eventually, actually. Mm-hmm. But they sort of teleport in randomly, don't they? Yeah. And shoot, you shoot them down and you'll get special kind of things to, to recycle into new objects. So you, that's another sort of mechanism. Uh, the music... Uh, or the the audio was quite a nice touch because I read on Wikipedia that the the music is designed to be sort of without melody because Chibi Robo makes the melodies himself by his footsteps. Oh, which is quite a nice little thing, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, as you walk around and when it check the the sa- the each footstep makes a sound mm. and the sound changes depending on what surface you're walking on. So you'll find this as you walk around. It goes. Bloop, 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 Sort of different notes, yeah. Random, and um, it's it's a lovely little touch. Yeah, I I hadn't realised that was the the thing in there. That's it's a really nice little touch. Uh, yeah, apparently that's the motivation behind yeah. it. Mm. Did you have any sort of problems with it? Any issues? Um, nothing in particular. Just general things from that era of games. Um, I found the mm. camera a little bit frustrating at times. Can be a little bit, yeah. Um. Sometimes the the platforming felt a little bit janky. There's there's times when yeah. I felt I should have been able to jump on something when I couldn't. And mm. but you know nothing. It it was just things typical of that era, basically. I mean nothing nothing game breaking. Nothing that really frustrated me. Um, was there any problems in particular you found? Or well, sometimes it's it's difficult to know what to do to progress the story. I suppose that's true because yeah. you've. You've got to. Sometimes you've got to find the right item. Sometimes you've got to be in the right place at the right time. There's a day and a night cycle to it. Um, by default, they only last five minutes each, so it's not a lot of time to explore. And you need to go into your little shop and your little house to increase it to fifteen minutes, which is much more manageable. Um, but sometimes you, a bit like Shenmue in a way, you have to sort of wait around because you need to do something in the day, but it's night yeah. and you need to... That's probably why they added the option to go back to five minutes if you want. But there's, there's, there's elements like that that aren't perf- don't perfectly kind of meet together and, and sort of flow like that, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I do. But I think that's that, just yeah. the nature of the kind of game that is. I mean, it's... It is a kind of adventure. You kind of explore and you kind of figure out what you've got to do. Um, I was going to say, I think that's more of a an issue with us being grown-ups now and having yeah. other obligations. Um, yes. You know, sure. if if you were a kid and you could just come home from school and plough six hours a night into the thing, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think that would bother me nearly as much. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I get is. what I, you're saying. 
these days definitely these days I like to know exactly what I've got to do where to go otherwise I'll sit down for half an hour or an hour achieve nothing and <laughs> think oh god I've wasted my entire evening yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I get um but yeah so that yeah I think yes you're right it's um it's a more it's a modern problem a modern um it's, first a, world it's, problem, a, it's an old man problem it's an old man problem exactly that yeah so there were sequels yes they were on the ds and 3ds though yes uh, some of them were more like the original than others have you played any of them i have played a bit of ziplash uh but i yeah. haven't played the others mm. so i've got a brief summary of some of them the first one was chibi robo park patrol on the ds and uh, this is a similar sort of thing but you maintain a park rather than a, a house so uh I, don't, I haven't written much more, damn much more than that. But I think it's less story based, though. I think it's more like a sort of Animal Crossing type thing, where you kind of nurture plants and kind of look after stuff in a kind of open, free way. I think that's yeah, that's mostly what it is. So it's a nice little yeah, idea. Sounds good. Um, there was a Japanese exclusive one. I don't have the Japanese name, but it was re, it was um, sort of translated uh, unofficially later on, called Chibi Robo Clean Sweep. Oh yeah, I, I believe in Japan in Japanese it's called. Okari, Chibi Robo, Happy Richi Osoji. Wow, that's very good. Did you have that written down, or did you have? Did you just know that? No, no, I just looked it up. Okay. Because <laughs> um, you said it so smoothly, there, I thought you just that just came right out of your head. No, and ever, anyone who has got even the most cursory knowledge of the Japanese language is now cringing their face in half at my uh, pronunciation. <laughs> but there we go. No, I thought that was quite well, good. Thank you very I mean, much. I don't know anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not Japanese, <laughs> but you know, it sounded good to me. It sounded convincing. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, that was what's that one? That's oh yes, it takes place years later, and actually in Jenny's house when she's grown up, and presumably no longer talking like a frog. She has her own children, I think, um, and I think the house is a bit of a stake though, so you've got to clean it up basically. So it's more like a kind of a, you know, cleaning things up, sorting the house out kind of deal, I think. Yeah. Um, and then the, this odd one, Chibi Robo Photo Finder, which was um, this is actually. This actually uses some of the 3DS's capabilities, which is what we were talking about oh, earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it, you take, it's set in the future um, where lots of things from the past have gone missing and you need to build a museum to resurrect them. And you do that by finding objects in the real world, in your real world, and taking pictures of them with the 3DS camera that are shaped like certain shapes that the game gives you. And then it takes that, that those photos and applies them to real models within the game to go into this sort of museum thing. It's quite an interesting idea. That sounds really interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't know, I, I don't know how well it was received, um, but yeah, the idea, I think, it, there's not, I don't know if there's much more to it than that. I think that's part of a lot of it i think there's i think it's still kind of a 3d platformer because you're gonna like, move around and pick up the objects yeah. and stuff it's worth um it really reminds me out, yeah. i don't know again i don't know if it, it might be a game i've mentioned before but there used to be uh um, i used to have an old phone nokia n95 and mm. on that they had a short-lived um uh, game service a nokia engage named after not to be confused with the console um <laughs> 
where you could they had like their own range of sort of premium downloaded games and one of them they had a portable um edition of Metal Gear Solid. Um one yeah. of the gimmicks of that game was that some doors would be locked with color codes and you'd have to find something with the same color in the real world and oh. take a photo of it with the camera and if the colors matched the door would unlock. Um that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I I've, yeah. I, I broke the I broke the phone ages ago. I sort of rolled over it with my um the chair and crack the screen um but i've kept it for years because that's the only thing i don't think it was released on anything else that version of metal mm. gear solid and I, even if you've played emulated you don't really get that camera thing so i know i've kept know. the phone with the intention to one day replace the screen and, and get it up and running again but yeah. I, I never got around to it we were talking about projects <laughs> on the back burner but yeah. yeah so it's that kind of thing really it's you know it's hmm. using the camera to to sort of bridge that gap between the real world and the and the game world. It's really... Ah, it's interesting. I like it. Yeah, it's good. And finally, as you just mentioned, Chibi Robo Ziplash, which is a 2.5D platformer. Yeah. Essentially. Just a very traditional... A much more traditional... Much more traditional. Level-based thing. <sighs> it's not as bad as it. it. It gets a really bad rep. Gets, I looked up against a, he- a hell of a beating yeah. from a lot of people. It looks really nice. It's not bad. It's just it's just not what people wanted. I think that was the problem. Yeah. I think people yeah. wanted they wanted another Chibi Robo, and it's it's not. It's just a nice platform game with with Chibi Robo as a character, but it's, it doesn't hmm. doesn't bear any any gameplay resemblance. But it's not can, it's not bad. I can see the frustration if you love this franchise and you want to see a a new version. Yeah. Then you wouldn't want a traditional two point five D platformer. Um, people. Some people also say that it's a bit slow and tedious, but I mean, I don't it, know, can, it looks looks quite nice. It, it looks it looks nice. The graphics are nice. It plays yeah. all right. It's not. I mean, it's not the best platform I've ever played, but it's far from the worst. I mean, it's hmm. just it's just a good game. I mean, I yeah. can't I can't you know sing its praises and I can't slate it really. It's it is what it is. It's just a I don't know. I understand the disappointment, but it's it's really mm. it doesn't deserve the 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 critical beating it gets from people. No, I know. Uh, but having said that, it would be nice to get a sort of a an up a, a new version on the Switch, wouldn't it? Of the oh, the, absolutely, of the traditional of, Chibi Robo thing. Yeah, I mean they're bringing back, um, you know, they're re-releasing all these games from the Wii U. Um, mm. You know, Pikmin's coming back, and all these all these other ones. I would love to for them to dip back into the the GameCube library a bit, you know. Yeah. Even if they just go the emulation route, like they did to a Super Mario Sunshine. I mean, I'd yeah. rather they do something new. I'd rather they they spice it up a bit. But just give give it a chance for people to experience a new audience to experience, because no one's going to drop ninety quid for a game on eBay, you know, no, not knowing what is, it is. No, this is the thing. It seems like GameCube has always been sort of. Just on the edge of being on like virtual consoles for like the last like three Nintendo consoles, isn't yeah. it? But it never quite it's never quite got there. No. For whatever reason, I don't think, has it? They've never done GameCube. They've done Wii on the Wii U, but they never actually I did don't think they've released. ever done GameCube, no. No, I don't think so. And I don't know why, other than like the odd thing like Mario Sunshine on the on the, the thing we were talking about earlier. But it'd be perfect, wouldn't it? And and I, I, I think like a nice new enhanced version where you know you can almost do something with the rankings, like connect it online and and connect and you know compare yeah. against other your other players who are doing get you know how many happy points they've got. Yeah, kind of thing. definitely. You know that and would work perfectly. You just got to look at the success of um, Animal Crossing. You know, yeah. P, this I think 
there's been a perception for a long time that Western gamers in particular, they want lots of action and lots of, you know, it's all graphics and shooting and, and explosions and all action-packed stuff. But I think, you know, Animal Crossing has gone a long way to, to sort of dispel that myth and show mm. that there is a, there's a big audience for just laid-back, fun, charming little games. Yeah. You know, I so mean, was, I, think, was... I think Chibi Robo would go down a storm if they re-released it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just a shame that a lot of people don't know much about it. I mean, I only found out about you know found out about it a few years ago. I yeah. think, or not 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 that long ago at all, really. No, like I said, I um, only and heard I had a GameCube only... at the time. I never I never even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I only heard so... you know picked up on it a few years ago thanks to you know hearing it on a on a um, a TV show. You know, it's like mm. yeah, they obviously <laughs> didn't market it very well. Um, it's a shame because it's, it's it's genuinely a hidden gem, really, isn't it? Yeah, it you know, really, that, yeah, that. it really is a hidden gem. It's it's, yeah. and the fact that people got so upset about Chibi Robo Ziplash not being the game they wanted it to be shows that you know, even there's all there's still an established audience for the game who would buy a new one anyway. Yeah, there's bound to be people who will pick it up if it's you know re-released now or there's a new version out now it just seems like a win-win situation i don't know mm -hmm. you know it just seems there's you you can't really mess up with it no i think i saw something the other day that skip limited were possibly not a thing anymore or soon to not be a thing which would be a, a problem. That would be a, a hindrance, a new, but I, I, I a think... A new thing. Yeah, but I think... I, I might be wrong. I mean, I haven't looked into this, but I imagine that the, the intellectual property is, is wholly owned by Nintendo. Yeah. You know, so mm. they... It's sad. It, so. it would be sad if, you know, the original team can't, you know, you can't get the band back together and, you know, make a new one, but it could be done if, you know, Nintendo can do it. Mm. But they won't. No, of course they won't. No, or if, or what they'll do don't is they'll it. they'll release it, but then they'll take it away from you next oh, year. Don't say it. You said it. <laughs> I knew. Sorry. Oh. Someone had to say it. Someone Come on. Had to say it. One more jab. That's a. Uh, yeah. So I think we're both on the same page. We we recommend checking it out. Uh, highly, yeah. Um, Very good game. Yeah, I'd say start a hashtag bring back chibi robo um but i don't know if we've got enough reach for that to really make an impact back at nintendo hq just yet but not quite well known by <laughs> nintendo yet i must admit oh. we're getting there but i don't think so can you imagine <laughs> i imagine someone listened to our show last week and thought oh this is brilliant i'm going to tell my my mate at nintendo hq to listen to this and he's yeah. tuned in this one, and all we've done is slate Nintendo from start <laughs> yeah. to finish. <laughs> yeah, it's been a been a bit of a negative Nintendo vibe this uh, this month. They did uh, oh, for good reason, anyway. Yeah. For good reason, they knew what they were doing. So, um, I guess that leads us on to uh, it's your pick for the next. Yeah, show. well. I've got a little choice for you. Oh, okay. here we go. So this is October, right? Yeah. So I had a Halloween-themed game in mind for this month, mm -hmm. but we're running a little bit late. So it's not a very long game. It's about five hours, but I would say we'd have to reconvene um, no more than three weeks from now, ideally two, to make sure we get it in there before Halloween happens. Okay. Otherwise, it'll be a bit lame if we release it 
after Halloween. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a, a little bit fashionably late, but yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, yeah, so there's that, or I've got a much a, sort of a longer, deeper game in mind um, that we could do sort of the second half of November uh, to give us a little bit more time because it's a it's a big it's kind of a big deal. So Ooh. so you can either have a little Halloween game that we slip in there if you think we can get it in before Halloween, uh, or you can go for this 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 other big game I'm going to go all in all the money on the Halloween Spooktacular let's do it okay cool right so we are playing a game called Costume Quest oh yes I know it well do you yeah oh, I do oh, yes. I, oh okay so it came out about 10 years ago I think almost well uh, Halloween 10 years ago hmm. for the Xbox Live Arcade. Yes. I think PS3 as well. Yeah. I think it's on Steam Double Fine. Double well. Fine games. Double Fine, yeah. That's right. So it's a little RPG, a little mini bite-sized RPG. Yes. Turn-based and everything, which there aren't many of. So I kind of, um, I think it'd be interesting to to see if it, it still carries all the the same sort of things you get from a, a full-sized 20 or 40-hour RPG. Hmm. Have you played much of it? I yeah, I did play a fair bit of bit of it at the time. Yeah. But sort of other games came out and it kind of got waylaid and got, got kind of got lost and I was meant to get back to it but I never That's quite the same did. with me. I got a, mm. I I got a fair chunk of the way through it, but then other things came up and I never finished it. But mm. you know, um I would say I probably got about 70 70 odd percent of the way through. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I yeah, I look forward to to revisiting that. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with it, you you play as a bunch of kids on Halloween night, and they're all dressed up in costumes and they're all wandering around. It's got a lovely sense of humour to it, as I recall. Um, some nice characters in it. Um, they're all dressed up in like kind of robots and monsters and stuff. And when you enter turn-based battles, they become those those robots and, and monsters and things, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Save it for the show. No, I just wanted to give a little sneak peek yeah. to the people just to entice them in. Have a go, because I think it's probably quite cheap at the moment. Oh, yeah, it's cheap as chips. So, yeah, that's what we're going to... So we'll try and sneak that in. <clears throat> Do it nice and quick. I think it's only about five and a half hours, according to how long to beat. So Yeah, I don't um, think it's a... It's not a, a, a massive mammoth game, is it? But, um, yeah, so let's get that done. Let's, let's do come it. back in... Should we say a couple of weeks, or is that... I was going to say about... Well, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> we could do that, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, let's do a couple of weeks. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. We'll get it out before Halloween because um, that would be really good um, and yeah all good in the hood yes <laughs> as they say on the street <laughs> well, I don't think anyone said that for a long time but no well I, um, I say no it, what yeah. I was thinking is I wonder if we could get like a spooky Halloween remix of our, our intro music done that'd be amazing Ooh, wouldn't it that's quite a nice idea imagine that like just put you know if we can't get it done just put some witch laughs or something over yeah it. I think that'll <laughs> work just, yes I think you that'll know, make but, sense yeah yeah so yeah there Let's go. Halloween it up a bit. Okay, yeah. cool. Spook it. Right, so um, stuff um, <clears throat> on Twitter at Podumup. Uh, you can email us podumup at gmail dot com. Yes. Um, you can't visit sort- the website. No, we need to sort that out. We need to but- sort that out. I will not bore you with the details, but um, no. stay away from it. Don't you know? Don't go there. No good comes from going there. No, we've got a we've got an alternate page. What's it called? I think it's anchor.podumup. Oh, that one, yeah. .com, I think, something like that. I think it's anchor.fm. You might, yeah, that's you might right. end up with like boat supplies or something. Yeah, I think it's anchor.fm slash podumup. I should probably look it up, really. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'll do that now. Yeah, do it now. 
So it's uh, oh we're back anchor.fm <laughs> slash pod hyphen em hyphen up hyphen podcast. I thought it was a lot shorter than that. That's Do you not know what makes catchy, me think of that um, that sketch on the IT crowd with a new nine 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 number. Excellent. Yeah, so there we go. Okay, so um, that's that. Yeah, do that. Breaking news. We've just discovered that we've got, well, Tibbs Forward Thinking has got another a spare domain name kicking around. Yeah. You? I have. So if you go to podumup.live, you will get our anchor.fm. Uh, page which has all our podcasts in all it our and podcasts, pretty much everything place. everything you need um, and yeah you did that surprisingly quickly Tibbs there you go we are literally we're not this isn't even a separate session we're still at the end of our recording session and you just bang it out right there yeah bang for it you, out for you for you good people yeah. brilliant right um, yeah I think that's everything isn't it yeah Tell your friends about us and all that. Tell your friends. Give us an email. Give yeah. us a shout. You know, talk to Do us. It, We're here. Tweet us. Yeah. Tweet Send us. us. A little tweet. Yeah. Sexy and little tweet. It doesn't have to be sexy. That's well, slightly hurt, inappropriate. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't want people sending us dodgy photos. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. No. Don't keep it normal. Yes. Right. Um, so we'll see you for the Halloween special. Yes. If Goodbye. you wouldn't tweet it to your own mother, don't tweet it to us. No. But I Absolutely. love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.